Greetings and welcome to the Developing Dad Podcast. I am your host, Michael J. Griffin Jr. And today we're going to interact with a comment. But before we get started, I need you to help me out by giving me a like, a comment, and a subscription and hit the notification bell so that you don't miss any of my content going forward. All right, so without further ado, let's get started. So the comment's gonna appear right there, all right? And it's come, it's uh, from the stretch mark code. And she writes, the Bible was written by men and for men. Okay, so first, the disclaimer, do not go and spam this woman or talk. Yeah, don't don't go and try to find her and, and then do the, the whole, yeah, attacking her thing online. Don't do that. That's not what this is about. I want to use this comment as an opportunity to uh, teach and to help you to defend your faith and to know exactly what the Bible says about itself, right? So there's some truth in what this woman says, but there's also some things that she's missing. And it's coming from a worldview. And I did a little research to find out who she was, but I wanted to make sure that I wasn't misrepresenting her. But I think that I can accurately assess that she's obviously not a believer and she's probably a feminist and she doesn't like what the Bible has to say because of certain things that it says and we're going to highlight some of that all right so without further ado let's get started all right so she says the bible was written by men well she is right there but i don't think i think what she means is that it's only written by men so let's take a look at what the bible actually says about itself all right second peter 1 19 and 20 well 119 through 21 says and we have the prophetic word more fully confirmed to which you would do well to pay attention as to a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts Knowing this, first of all, that no prophecy of scripture comes from someone's own interpretation for no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man. But men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. That's the idea of divine inspiration. God taking the men who wrote the scriptures and using their their vocabulary, their experiences, their knowledge to write exactly what he would want us to know about him. And then most times they were actually uh, the prophecies uh, from the Old Testament. It's God was speaking directly to the prophet and he was writing what God said. Okay, so we believe in the inspiration of scripture. We believe that God divinely moved and these men wrote what he wanted them to write. And how do we believe that this is, can happen? Well, to the next scripture, 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. All scripture, and this is, he's talking about, he's talking to Timothy, Paul's talking to Timothy, and he's telling him, look, you have the prophetic writings, okay? You have them, and this is what you grew up on. And that scripture, all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. So all scripture is breathed out by God. Theanustas, theos, God, pneuma, uh, breath, wind, inner life breathed out by God. Those two words put together, they are nustas. God breathed. We believe that God is actually speaking through these men again, and it's profitable for all of these things so that we may know uh, what we what we can do to be complete and ready for all the good works that God has uh, placed before us. Now, before I get to some of the reasons why I believe the scriptures are good for women as well, and they highlight some of the things that uh, Jesus Christ Jesus Christ's ministry highlights some things specifically in the countercultural way that can help us to understand, even in the 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 Torah, 
right? It's countercultural because women, you know, it. We can go through a whole discussion on the Torah and how it's uh, compare how uh, women's rights compared to the Torah and other ancient Near Eastern cultures. But we're not going to do that because I don't want this video to get too long. But I think some of the reasons why uh, stretch mark code dislikes the Bible are verses like this: Wives submit to your own husbands, Ephesians 5:22, as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body and is himself its savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. You know, she probably doesn't like that verse. Doesn't like this one either. Colossians 3.18, same same idea. Wives submit to your husbands as is fitting to the Lord. And she probably definitely doesn't like this verse. 1 Timothy 2.12, I do not permit a woman to teach or to exercise authority over a man. Rather, she is to remain quiet. Uh, so these are probably the verses that she's uh, heard or maybe not heard these verses, but she's probably uh, heard Christians uh, teaching or preaching based on these verses. And this is probably why she doesn't like uh, the uh, believes that the Bible was created for men. OK, so I would challenge that. I would challenge that many ways. But one specific way that you can challenge that is to know the historical context of the scriptures and understand uh, why the ministry of Jesus Christ specifically can uh, combat some of these erroneous ideas. I mean, I think we've already combated some of them, but let's talk about it. Okay, so look, I have a, I'm going to grab my commentary here. All right, so Matthew 28, 1. Uh, now after the Sabbath, toward the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to, the, to see the tomb. And it talks about how they were the first to see Jesus Christ risen now let me read you, let me read you something really quickly from uh this is from uh the commentary on the the background bible commentary by craig keener very good resource uh it says here but commenting on that verse and the, and the the first 10 verses it says that women are chosen as the first witnesses is highly significant the surrounding culture considered their witness witness worthless it fits Jesus's countercultural and counter status ministry and certainly runs counter to what outsiders would have valued or anything the later church would have chosen to invent. Let's keep reading. All right, we're going to read the, the commentary on verse 9 and 10. It says here, the witness of the women was considered unreliable in that culture. Yet Jesus goes against the culture by revealing himself to the women and telling them to hear, bear his, his message to the other disciples. This detail is definitely not one that ancient Christians would have invented because it did not appeal to their culture. Hmm. It's almost like Jesus is giving women validation, right? That their witness is, is worthy. Christianity, the Bible, from the Bible. Look at, uh, let's go back, let's go to John. All right, we're going to go to John chapter 20. Same, same thing, same idea. This is John again doing the same thing. He's telling the, the true story about the women. And you see it in Mark as well above in Mark 6, 16, 1. But the women go and they see Jesus first. Now on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early while it was still dark and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, they have taken the Lord out of the tomb and we do not know where they laid him. She's the first one to see, right? She goes and she talks, she tells Peter and James, I'm mean, sorry, Peter and John. And then they go run, run to the tomb to find it out themselves. But I'm going to look at uh, verse 20, uh, chapter 20, verses two and three, commenting from the same, same resource. 
since your ancient Jewish men did not accept women as reliable witnesses for most legal purposes. Their witness was limited, but less so in Roman courts. And this cultural tendency may further move John and Peter to look for themselves. All right. So the men go and look for themselves because they don't trust the women. Right. Because that's the culture of the day. But John had to write the truth. It's like, hey, they went first. OK. And they saw him first. Again, commenting on verses 11 through 18. The witness of women was worth little in Judaism. That Jesus first appears to a woman would not have been fabricated and shows us how Jesus's val Jesus values differ from those of his culture. Even the later church did not always maintain Jesus's countercultural stand stance, and they would ha would hardly have chosen such initial witnesses in an environment where this account would re reinforce pagan prejudice prejudices against Christians. Okay, so again, the idea that that the Bible or that Jesus is somehow written just for men. It's not true. The idea that it is written for everyone. Let me show you this one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to do that. Matthew 11, 28. He says, come to me. All. Pas. That's everybody. All who labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. This is the words of Jesus right here. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I'm gentle and lowly in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He doesn't say, come to me, all y'all men. He doesn't use the gune. He doesn't use that word. Right. This is pas. All. He said, come to me, all who labor. That's any of y'all. Any of y'all want to come? Come on. OK, so I would change her statement to not, not to uh, the Bible was written by men for men, but an accurate. True statement about the Bible would be this. The Bible was written by men who were inspired by God and for all mankind it was written for all mankind okay so i'm going to leave you with that if you want to support the channel do so in the description you can see all of the stuff in there right uh don't forget to like comment and subscribe again i like to remind you of that stuff but be willing be able first off, i would say study well be able to combat error when you see it now notice i did not respond to that comment and i'm not going to respond to that comment in the comments because i don't get into comment wars but I still wanted to take the opportunity to address that comment because I think there are a lot of people who think this way and we need to be able to give an answer. Right. First Peter 3.15, Jude 3. Right. So we need to be able to be able to give an answer, give an answer and not con contend contentiously, but contend for the faith that was once for all delivered to the saints. All right. I bid you grace and peace. See y'all on the next one. Bye.